Long time. Day Peace is here with me. How you doing, Day? I'm exceptional, sir. You look beautiful as always. Oh, thank you. I missed you, man. I really did, man. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess that's. I guess it was a long summer. I didn't realize it, but you know, like it was a long summer, long ass summer. I'm glad to uh, be seeing you and talking to you again. I don't even know when the last time we uh, had your team together. I want to say it was probably June. Things got crazy, yeah, uh, busy, you know. Yeah, apparently I had longer hair. I think the last time you saw me. First time, yeah. I, first thing I saw him before we went on the air here was going, oh my God, he got a haircut again. <laughs> yeah. it, it, would, it would mess you all up. What if it was a, a wig the entire time? Like you would be uh, effed up. <laughs> I know it. Get us up to date on you, man. Day Peace, of course, if you don't know him, he's uh, one of the great comedians here in our area here, but he's been traveling all over the place. Hopefully, this summer. I mean, I don't know. You know, with COVID here and everything else, are you still booking shows yet? Or are you still getting out and about? Uh, absolutely. It's it was slow at first, but July was my best year since COVID, um, oh. and things have just been steady. Uh, you know, it, it's been great. Part of my summer was doing family shit, which is sometimes boring, but 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 yeah. also because you know, like my wife, like when COVID hit. At, we we stayed at home. We locked ourselves in closets. Like we did not go outside. And so this summer we wanted to make up a little bit for that. So we sure. did. And I was able to, you know, hit the road. And uh, you know, I, I was just in Michigan uh doing shows. Uh Omaha. I, I traveled to Omaha to do shows. And it I've been able to do some things that that that's been great. So things are opening up for me. So did you I go to the zoo? Did you go to the zoo when you were out there? Uh so, so the funny thing is. I went to the zoo with the family, and then the next week I had a show. And oh um, I, I love the zoo. The zoo was great. The, I, I have nothing bad to say about the zoo. The white people in Omaha are the friendliest. Like they did, they will hold the door open for you for an hour. Like it's, it was a fun experience. So I, I thought you were going to tell us you did a comedy show for the animals. Why not? Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. No, no. I, I need reactions. Like I, I don't want nobody to throw poop at me. You know what I'm saying? I need like. Some gut busting laughter. From- <laughs> would, that be a, would that be a captive audience? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> performing for penguins and shit. That'd yeah, be- I know it exactly. Exactly. They get mad. They just dive in the water. <laughs> like, I don't need that. So, was that your highlight heading out to Omaha, or what was the highlight of the summer for you? Man? Oh, that, no. You know what? So, I guess one of the highlights would be Black Me. We got together and we formed a nonprofit organization called Black Iowa Streams. Uh, when I started doing comedy out here in Iowa, it was usually or typically I was like the one black guy on a bunch of shows. And for like for years, I didn't know there were other black comedians out here. So so we started meeting each other and networking and we were able to form a um, a, a company, which is, yeah. is, is beautiful. And uh, I think the highlight of the summer was we put together a Juneteenth comedy jam, which was three shows in two nights. They all sold out and it was just it was just beautiful to work and um, wow. have us just, uh, it's like, it, it was, it was, that was the highlight. Right, right. Well, you were getting a hold of me on something here. We had, uh, was it just a basic interview or would, did you have a, another album coming out or? Well, well, so here's where I'm at in life. Okay. okay. Um, All right. I put out an album last year and right. it was a weird process because I didn't know what the, i was doing like it was so crazy um 
I don't know if I told you this. I was putting out comedy singles. You know, like when an artist have uh, an album, they put out like their hit songs. I was doing that with my jokes, thinking like people would be like, oh, sure. Bet. So, yeah. but, but people don't listen to comedy albums like they listen to because, you know, records. So I put okay. out six singles. Then I put the full album out, but I never put it on iTunes or Apple until this year. And I basically just wanted to get together with you and say, Hey everybody, I have an album and it's out. <laughs> so, um, that, that, that was really that was that was pretty much all all that was, and now I am gearing up for the next album that I think will come out either late next year or um, the following twenty twenty three. Okay, awesome! Yeah. Wow, yeah, so big things for you coming up here. I mean, yeah, I mean, think about it. When you started, what was the year you started? Uh, twenty eleven. So ten years ago, you've been doing this for ten years now. Yes, and yes, and, and uh, I, I well. I mean, let's not bring up the pandemic, but are you w- where you want to be? I mean, for now. Uh, I mean, is it? Yes, be a and, yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no. Uh, 20, <laughs> 2020, right up until then, was going very well for me. And mm-hmm. this year has been very much like a bounce back year, which it happens. Okay. Uh, it's just like being in a relationship and, you know, <laughs> they break your heart. You're like, it's okay. I'll find somebody better. That's where I'm at. I'm looking for some, I'm trying to find someone better. And as far as where I am as a comedian, absolutely. This is this is exactly where I want to be. I feel like I know myself a lot better. I, I love what I'm talking about on stage. I'm making people laugh. I just need more of it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think that you just you just got to keep going at it, and just you'll get there. You'll get there. You'll get there. And obviously, the. I think the next goal for you is you got to be going to metro areas and getting to be that, uh, I don't know, the opening act of a $5,000 a night comedian. Yes, I love that. And I then become that $5,000 a night comedian. I absolutely love that. Out there. I don't know what these comedians, <laughs> but I, I do know behind the scenes when we had to get like Bob Zaney, you know, and um, uh, Kostaki, Kostaki, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, those kind of those guys, you know, they cost four figures, you know, mm-hmm. plus travel and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. That's where you got to get there, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but I also exactly. know you're a father and uh, yeah. you're a husband, and you got three kids. Yeah, I mean, fr- freak those kids. Like, I mean, they're great <laughs> and all, but uh, I, I think the 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 challenge is balance. And I love my kids, but I feel like some people, as far as like having a passion and a goal, some people really sort of allow, you know, it to get pushed down by other things. And I get it. Life happens. Life happens for every one of us. But where I'm at is I'm I'm trying to just balance the kids, balance the wife and balance comedy. Those are my three most important things. And if I can go at all three of them as hard as I possibly can. I'm happy. So it's awesome. Anything coming up in the near future that you're getting pretty excited about? I don't care uh, when. It is. I mean, that you got booked and it's like, can't well, um, we, the black Irish streams do a residency at a comedy club in Des Moines. So that's okay. uh, the third Saturday of every month. That's always just something that I look forward to, but this month specifically, cause we're in September now, like right. we're here. <laughs> right. uh, most of my shows are in Iowa, which is a uh, pretty okay. fantastic. I'm i uh, I'm in Waterloo. I used to hate Waterloo. Like, 
It was always. <laughs> I don't know if you have this. Performing, like, you mean, or what? booked for? Huh? You mean to perform in? Yeah. Oh, these are all you performance. Didn't yeah. like water. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I would never have gone to these places without performing. So right, no yeah. water I don't know if you ever get booked for a place and you are just like, oh, this 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 small town or this like that's how I used to feel about Waterloo. Uh, I did a show in Garner this this summer and it was it, that was one of my solo individual highlights. Like it was fantastic right. in the backyard, no less. And uh, that was just amazing. So uh, I'll be back in Waterloo this Friday. Mason City, uh, the Iowa Independent Film Festival, they, they're having their annual festival again. And they, they have me hosting their ceremony. At the end of these, like a three-day thing, they, they have like awards, which is yep. amazing. I get, the, I get to host the award show. So uh, I've been doing that for three years, and this will be the fourth year. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm that looking forward one, to a lot of Iowa stuff. When did you say that was? That is uh, 9-11, September 11th. Oh, I wow, think the stressful. festival starts on that Thursday. So I think it starts uh, 9, nine. Yeah. 9, I believe. Okay, great. Well, wow. Well, that'll be uh, that'll be fun. I remember that uh, they always do that, and they have a very good turnout, and you've been part of it before, and should be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. I got the Chamber Cup that following week. You should come on by if you have nothing going on in the afternoon and help me give crap to all these people. That are just you know what? If, if I'm open, I'm there. Things. If I am open, if I am open, I am there. That okay. sounds like a lot of fun, actually. It's Thursday afternoon. It'll be a good time. I'll be out there yeah. doing the sound. Be more than happy to give you a microphone, <laughs> there, fella. All right. I like that. I've been work. I've been networking with these people too, so that's great. If you've made it this far into the conversation, we, uh, you know, this hanging with Harry O thing, we had to kind of uh, pause it for a little while. It Summer was just getting too crazy, you know, for for me and then all the team members and stuff. But we, uh, I thought to kind of get us going again, because we're going to officially start this up here next week, next Wednesday, we'll, we'll have our Ooh. panel. And it's, uh, you know, like I've always said, it's kind of the real world off of MTV that meets Family Feud. <laughs> I don't know how else to do it. But so so I wanted to get Day on just to kind of talk about uh what's he, what he's been doing all summer long and uh, the kids are growing of course and and uh, Yeah, been- you know what? I, we had a baby girl during the pandemic and yep. she's great. Uh the ugly baby is not ugly anymore. He's all now right. my dumb baby. He's not that smart, but I love him. I love uh, it. And and the oldest is back in school and that's the greatest thing to happen. I think school Like, again, I don't know if this is true, but in my mind, I think school was created so we can get kids out the fucking house. Like, I think somebody (laughs) like centuries ago was like, you know what? We need kids not to be here for seven hours a day. So he is back in school and uh, my life is 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 happy. What grade is he? What grade is he? He's a third grader. Yeah, he missed out all second grade. So. It, it's weird to see him, you know, jump because my, my wife, she takes the first day of school pictures and the last day of school pictures. And so it's it's just crazy to see how he's jumped up. But, yeah, he's yeah. a third grader. Did you well, I mean, how was third grade for you, Harry, if you if you can remember that at all? I don't know. Because you're talking <laughs> to the you know what? Here's the thing with me. I uh, I didn't like school. I don't think I ever liked school. But really? I, yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I had other things I wanted to do. <laughs> I uh, l- believe it or not, in kindergarten I skipped school. 
What? And one where, day, where did, where did you go? Well, I skipped one morning, believe it or not. I uh, <laughs> said goodbye to mom. I still remember this. I really do. I was in kindergarten. I was, I was six years old. And I, uh, I, I I left my mom, you know, whatever. And I went and hid behind the garage. Because I don't know what else do you do as a kid. And this is in Rudd, mind you. Little town of Rudd, you know. And, you know, and, and so, of course... You know, the school started calling, you know, and then, well, you know, where's, you know, where's Harry? <laughs> and uh, This is fantastic. Oh, God. It, it, you were and, a raccoon uh, for an afternoon. I had the whole <laughs> town looking for me. Wow. That is, that's, which is, I mean, that's, that's insane. Yeah, I know. Well, and believe it or not, it was the kindergarten teacher. She left school to come find me. Wow. She's like, forget all you other kids. I gotta go yeah. get Harry O. <laughs> wow. <That's right. laughs> I thought that was pretty special oh. back then, then you know? Who skips, who skips kindergarten? Like, are you just, you don't like naps? Like, what, what like, you naps didn't go. I didn't feel like going. Isn't that weird? You didn't feel like, you know, but like, I mean, come on, you have kids. And I'm sure kids look at you. It's Sometimes the kids look at you and say, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. See that? That's that's when you punch them. Okay, <laughs> that's when you. It's got to do it quick. You know, they don't know what happened. Yeah. No. Well, I, 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 you might... I just needed, I guess, some uh, maybe some affirmation for my teacher or whatever, and that's what. Wow. And I never right. speak again. You know, I was a good boy <laughs> after that. So but maybe that puts you back on the straight path. Yeah. And <laughs> 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 I got into radio, so go figure. You know. Well, there it is. It all comes together. Yeah, and then think about that for a second. I've been doing this for over 40 years now. One job, one career for over 40 years. and uh, That's beautiful. Never stepped away from it other than doing weddings, but that's kind of like tied right into it. So, I mean, yeah. that's, that's absolutely beautiful. I commend you. I salute you. Uh, I'm not even 40, so you've been doing it longer than I've been. <laughs> on earth <laughs> and uh it, it's it's just beautiful to do something that you love to do that you're also talented mm-hmm. and and it's it's a blessing it's an absolute bl- you know how many people in this world hate what they do and have been doing it for 40 years you know yes yeah so let me ask you what's your take on the whole thing i want to know why we can't get anybody to work I want to know why nobody's, uh, you know, there was one Sunday night I went out to eat one time and, and I, I bet I went to five restaurants at seven Mm. o'clock at night trying to find one open, Mm. you know, and everybody, it seems like there's restaurants that are closing early. They're either, you know, it's all due to staffing. Mm -hmm. I want to know, I want to go back three years. Okay. Okay. Go back three years. Let's go back to 2018. What the hell happened here that we can't get anybody that wants to work? I don't remember staff shortages. If you did, it wasn't really that many. Now it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah, wants yeah. to work. I don't get it. Here's what here's what I think. Okay. I, I only have one thought on it. All right. It reminds me of like a, a relationship. Like you, your husband and wife, you're together and you're like, fuck this relationship. <laughs> you know, I don't, don't want to be with you anymore. Uh, I hate you. You hate me. You sleep on the couch. You sleep in the other room, and you stay with that person, you know, for for right. way longer than you should. And then one thing happens when you're just like, no more of this. Like 
you you drank the orange juice and put it back. You know, you drank the orange juice out of the out of the jug and put it back in the refrigerator. And you're like, that's it. I'm out. No more. Oh. No more. <laughs> no more. Like I can't deal with this. No more. Okay. That's how I feel like the service industry had has gone. It's like I hate this job. I don't want to be here. You treat me like crap. And this the COVID was the out. COVID was like, you know what? I don't I don't need to be here. You don't pay me enough. You didn't treat me good, so I'm out. So that that's my thought. I think everybody is taking an out, and so it's like why, why not? I mentioned this on the air this uh, this afternoon. So is everybody uh, living with their parents then? Ah, uh, must be because I'm I'm living with my wife's parents, and uh, it's been fantastic for five years. Again, I've been here for five years, Harry. So it must be something. Well, or people be- are just shacking up. Yeah, yeah, it's just got to be more than just the fact that no, I don't want to work for twenty bucks an hour. I don't want to work for that. I don't want to work for thirty. I feel like just the way the world is and the market and economy, it's like I just hate to label COVID for everything. You know what I mean? I mean, I know it's like the back thing. Here's my little thing. I think it's a lot of apathy. I don't want to. I want to do it. I think we were so. Well, let's face it. Come on, we were. We were home and and we weren't doing much of anything. We were just kind of <laughs> hanging around, and that was about it. And I think we got used to that. I, now, let's face it: some people are working from home, but, right, I, but right. when it comes to these restaurants, I mean, I know it's not a glamorous job to be a waiter or waitress, but geez, seriously, I mean, I I don't know about you, but when I go out to eat now. I mean, I'm I'm tipping good. I'm, in fact, I'm probably getting close to thirty uh, percent when I when I tip. Because I mean, first of all, you got to act like you give a crap. But I I <laughs> will tip you thirty percent if you do. Right. You know, if you're on it, you're doing your job. You know, I know I've been in some restaurants that are pretty uh, pretty busy, and uh, they they look a little frantic at times. Some of the waitresses or waiters, but man. Do you hear that, waiters or waitresses? I tip thirty <laughs> percent. Yeah, um, I, 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 I worked in the food industry for for a little bit. Uh, I was a, a server at Applebee's for three years, and you know, I think that always leads. I wish everybody could could work in the food industry just one time in their life so they can understand how shitty it is sometimes, yeah. and how tipping and and courtesy and being polite, all that stuff goes a long way. But I would say, you know, just as a alternative, you know, perspective, I remember I was working at a retail job for over, you know, 10 years and I was just giving it my all, you know, just like ploy of the month kind of thing. And when I had my first son, something changed in my brain where I reshifted my priorities and all of a sudden this job wasn't the most important thing in my life. And that mentality, you know, shifted to family and my child and and things like that. And I see that in a lot of people. Sometimes, you know, you realize how short life is with, you know, an alarming number of deaths and people passing away. And it's like, hey, do do I want to waste my life, you know, at McDonald's or do I want to go do something else that that is more meaningful? So, again, I'm just I'm kind of playing toward the, you know, (laughs) that side of it. But. Just, well, just you're right. I think it's true. Everybody got reconnected again. It's like, oh, they got reintroduced that 
oh, here's your wife, or oh, here's your kids. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's right. Life is not what you look like. like. That's right. Hey, uh, before we get into a little bit of entertainment here in a little bit, I'm gonna. I have some crazy stories I want to share with you here. Yes. But uh, do you uh, have plans for Labor Day weekend this weekend? Uh, no, not at all. I did not know people did things for for labor day <laughs> i know i know i know monday is the kids don't go to school on monday so i got to deal with them for another day but that's all yeah. i i knew i thought maybe uh so no shows then this weekend no just this friday nothing uh saturday and sunday i got a wedding on sunday night oh that's different yeah yeah. <laughs> we got the next day off. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, so can I can I ask you real quick? So, when yeah. you're doing a wedding, what's typically the latest you wrap up? Okay, I'm glad you asked that because here I'm going to just go off on a tangent here. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, because people are way different now. I tell there's two things, two major points I'd like to get across. Number one, it's better to end the show on a high note. Okay, so everybody leaves. Oh, my God. You, you know, the more they say, oh, no, we can't end yet. That's the time to end. <laughs> That's the perfect time to end. I love it. I love it. And wouldn't you rather have 100 people yelling and screaming and just having a good time? And, you know, it's like, all right, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Let's give it up for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And boom, you know, and we're done. And then they can go off and do their little late night you know, hurrahs and in, in whatever bars they want to go to and all that kind of stuff. I, I cannot. It, yes, yeah. I cannot agree with you more. We we ended at eleven, and what, no, actually, I think we ended at like ten, ten thirty, and everybody's kind of wrapped up at eleven. I mean, that other people went off and they did their thing. You know, me and the wife, we had stuff to do. You know, so right. but right. and then we were all asleep by midnight. So I was I was very happy with that timetable. Thank you, Harry. I think a lot of people need to need to understand. You know, time management. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, I'm going to work you. If I'm doing your wedding, I am going to work that crowd with lots of energy and, um, and, and everything flows one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And bam, it's time to like, you know, I, I had a couple that were pretty tired by 1030. We were supposed to go to midnight (laughs) and, uh, but they didn't want to quit. And I get that. I mean, we're, you know, we're contracted until midnight and stuff, but and I said, you're not going to make it till midnight, are you? And they go, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I get that. But see, everybody gets excited. And, and I know, and I understand, this is, uh, this is your big thing. This is your big day, man. And you want it to make it last. I get that. But you also you know, have to remember you're getting up at probably 5 or 6 that morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, rides are getting a lot of stuff done, you know? Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're on their 18th hour by the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the other thing I wanted to bring up and stuff, and, and this might surprise you a little bit, but I've uh, done so many shows that I wish people would just think about something. I've actually done, in all my years, I hit uh, I hit 2,000 weddings in 2018. Wow. Okay. And uh, I only had three people do what i think is the way to do a wedding okay let's hear it harry let's i am so let's hear it (laughs) i know that you gotta feed people i get it yes but people put too much emphasis on dinner okay and and especially guys you get these (laughs) men 
purpose. Man, they are. If in their, if, well, if they're in their 50s on up, okay, you're going to give them mashed taters and gravy, and then you're going to give them some other, you know, these cupcakes and stuff, and then you throw <laughs> a beer on top of it. It's, it's carb hell. It's carb <laughs> hell. <laughs> Here's my um, fix to all that. Let's hear it. Think about it. It makes a whole lot of sense. Why don't you, we should be having that grand march and then go right into the party. Right into the party and have food out all night long. Have these different mm-hmm. stations doing different things. If you want to have a, a like a taco bar going on, or maybe you want to have just a, a meatball bar going on, uh, maybe a chicken wing thing going on, anything like that, any different, you know, uh, come up, you know, I mean, the sky's the limit on creativity on this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you the, do you you're the wedding idea? guru. You're the wedding guru, and I feel like you would have way better insight than I. However, I gotta rest my balls. So, so I like for for me, I love the ceremony break, you know, reception. So for me, I like sitting down and eating, even if it was for a second, because uh, to me that was. That led into like our speeches, you know, and and uh, I thought that time was that was the breaking bread moment of the night of the party. So I hear you. You're like, let's just keep this this train rolling. But for me, I liked I do's a little bit of a, a break and then a party. All right, small break then. I'll okay, yeah, sport. fair you enough. Know, I like that. Eat your yeah, meatballs I, I, and and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, finger, what do you want to say about the bride and groom? You know, I like it. I like it. I like it. Or at least you know what? It. It's a nice compromise. Come up with a compromise to some of that stuff. Yeah, you know. But see, everybody is is programmed to think. Mm. Well, got to do the grand march. Got to cut the cake, and then we got to sit down for an hour and a half. <laughs> you know, and it just I just really believe that people should try that. Some you know, sometime. All so, right. You should anyway. write a book. You should write a thing a thing oh, to do and don't do. Man, I tell you, I have stories I could tell. <laughs> Speaking of stories, I'm going to read you some crazy stupid news stories and uh we're just going to do a few of these. You know, okay. knows, I, I told Day I said we're not going to go on for an hour tonight, but you never know with us, right? No, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so here's a stupid news story number one here. Uh, Did you hear about this man in East China? Uh, He inserted a 20-centimeter-long eel into his rectum from his anus uh, uh, back in July, I guess, in hopes of relieving constipation. That's what, you know, you got to have constipation pretty damn bad to uh, to do something. Yeah. He's he's now a gay man. (laughs) He's like, this is, what? This is... (laughs) I mean, yeah, did, the, it, did it work? Well, what motivated the guy to do so, it's a folk remedy that says an eel can actually help with the whole, you know, movement stuff. So, but instead of curing the constipation, the eel went from the man's rectum into the colon and he bit through it. And that was uh, the problem right there. The eel, okay. believe it or not, you know, he was obviously sent to the hospital. Oh, and uh, I mean, he was, was obviously a little, he was enduring a lot of pain. And of course, he was. I guess too shy to see the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so I see a fin out of your rectum right now, sir. That this is not that's not what I signed up for. <laughs> well, the doctor um, who gave him the operation said he could have lost his life as the bacteria that that's in the large intestine uh, may cause 
hematosis or hemolosis or something like that when, when it reaches his abdomen. And um, I guess the eel was still alive day <laughs> by the time it was removed. Yeah. So, I That's mean, a crazy stories once I was grandchildren. <laughs> the one summer I was in a man's rectum for, for 13 hours. What the? What? <laughs> What is happening? Oh, oh my man. god! Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's got to be the worst constipation ever for you to be like, "I'm gonna stick a rick, <laughs> stick an eel up up my butt." Now my thinking is, <laughs> what if he's into this stuff? Like he he can't have a normal sex life now. Like <laughs> when he's with a woman, he's got to be he like, be with like "Yeah, this ain't doing it for me." Go get the pickle jar, baby. Like this is like, <laughs> I don't know. This man is this man's life has changed ever. So. <laughs> Like well, who was that famous movie star that had the old guinea pig or whatever it was or hamster up butt or what? Who was that? I can't remember. Was that? Uh, I can't. It was uh, uh, some movie star, but that was. I think that was a joke or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But the, it's always been the sounds butt like, of a lot of jokes, you know. I was like, yeah, it sounds like a jackass movie. It's um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's another one. Here, uh, this is uh, a woman has described her total shock after she spotted a cow casually riding in a car on a McDonald's drive-through run. <laughs> this happened up in Wisconsin. Of course, of course. There's only like three uh, states. Only three states. This one happened. It's <laughs> Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa. Like that's it. Like if this. If you said Texas or California, I'd be like, what? Where? Okay. Come on, cheeseheads. We know you love the cheese. <laughs> Let's take the cow. Let's take the cow. Get your pet cow here. You got a pet, fourteen hundred pound beast with you in the car. Evidently, she filmed the scene. She put it on Facebook where it went viral. I mean, obviously, everybody's checking it out. Uh, it says, tell me you live in Wisconsin without telling me you live in Wisconsin. That's and, beautiful. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, she told the local uh, news station, TV News, that she spotted the cow while drive through lines were long during the lunchtime rush. I seem to have been the only freaking out about a cow being in a Buick. She said... <laughs> Mind your business, lady, first of all. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, but I mean, I don't know. I, You know what? I don't live in Wisconsin, so maybe that was like, that made her her week. You know, between them trying to get Brett Favre and, I mean, not Brett Favre, but them, Aaron Rodgers, I'm pretty sure she needed this. So, <laughs> Well, crazy. believe it or not, she got contacted by the Cavs owner and was told that there were, in fact, three Cavs in the car. Two were laying down, <laughs> out of view, and they had recently uh, been bought at an auction. Which oh, was at oh the my school, that's a state fair. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh my! I, like he, I love that he felt the need to be like, oh, and by the way, there was two other cats. Like, <laughs> wow, wow. Oh, all right. On to the next Fun. one here. Yeah, uh, uh, like I said, Wisconsin. <laughs> You know, the dairy state up there. It's like, you know, hey, I just bought these things at, at uh, you know, at auction, and now I'm hungry. I want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Like, so let's you, go. You, can't, you know how much ga- gas prices is high. You can't take the calves home and then go to McDonald's. Like, what if they want something? So, like, <laughs> that'd really? be weird if he, he's like, hey, you guys got a milkshake for my cow? <laughs> I mean, that'd be something else. So <laughs> I, I ain't mad at him. All right. Well, that's there you go. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just people <laughs> will do anything today, man. I, and I don't know. You watch social media quite a bit. Did you happen to see that? 
No, I, I, I okay. I don't see a lot of that stuff. <laughs> I'm glad I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I would respond normally. See, that's my problem. Right. I, I want to say things, and it may not be politically correct or, or nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, now you could use that one in in your lineup, you know. And, oh yeah. All right, U.S. District Judge Paul Mahoney's, uh, I guess, has ordered a Western Michigan couple to pay $30,000 to their son for getting rid of his porn collection. Okay. Nope. Don't like this one. Yep. What? The judge's decision this week came, uh, well, earlier this week, I guess, came eight months after... I guess a 43-year-old uh, won a lawsuit against his parents. <laughs> 43! <laughs> he said they had no right to throw out his collection of films. <laughs> he, had, uh, he lived, I guess, at their Grand Haven home for 10 months after a divorce before moving to uh, Muncie, Indiana. And uh, I guess the judge followed the value set by an expert mlive.com <laughs> reported that the parents also must pay $14,000 to their son's attorney. Holy cow! Get, get oh, the shit out of here. Grand. Get the shit. That is crazy. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Like There's so much in this one story. First, I feel like you ever see like a homeless man that looks like he's definitely on drugs and you're like, oh, I'm like I, w- I would give him money, but I know he's going to go buy more booze. This guy's going to go buy more porn. Like he's going to buy the most porn that he can find. Um, then you said he's 43. Like that just, oh my God. This, this, this is too much for me. I, I, I cannot process this in my brain. Like, like what do you, well, you I, like in court, like exhibit A, look at my yeah. towel. That's all crunchy. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you value <laughs> these things? This is weird. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> well, and imagine, I mean, you got to be really, you know, I mean, swallow your pride there, boy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, uh, gosh, you know, I don't What What is more significant here that he actually took him to court for that? Or he, you know, cause this is just, but obviously maybe he's one of these guys that, you, you know, doesn't want to work. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's like, again, there's parents, you know? I, don't, I see in my mind, I feel like he has like a glass case and like, you, you know, like Funko Pops and like, like just like th- this is the DV, like, like magazines that stuck to the pages. Like, I, like, I don't understand how, how you take people to court and they're like, yeah, this was $10,000 worth of damage. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my goodness. I got like, you. What's he going to do now with 55000 It's all for he He's. He's got to up his game. He's got to go get like a robotic woman, and like he's got to, yeah, he's got to start all over here. He's, he's, he's got to start it from the bottom. Now he's here, so I don't know, man. There you go. Maybe he'll buy a whole fleet of them. You know, you could probably buy about I don't know how much those things are. Ten grand. Those robot, you know, that'll do anything you want. She just. He's, <laughs> oh my goodness. Now that, now that that's a we'll story. Like, I, maybe we, we got to take a trip out to Pure Pleasure and find out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what we do. We most expensive thing. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just go in there. Let's just price price match. <laughs> like let's just let's do some research here because this is I love this it. Is insane. 
I love it. Oh, my goodness. In the fact All that right. he won. Jerry here that we'll call it a night here, and I really appreciate Dave Peace being here tonight. We're kind of doing the welcome back to the uh, Hanging with Harry O show that will be starting up officially here next week, again next Wednesday. We try to be here every Wednesday night anyway. And um, uh, team, well, and Day has actually been part of a couple of our teams here. I so. get in where I fit in. I'm you like a substitute it. teacher. That's right. Well, this one's all COVID-related here on this one. Uh, Rio de Janeiro, ever been there? No, sir. Okay. <laughs> they are currently investigating how in the world a local man was able to receive at least five doses of three different COVID-19 vaccines in 10 days. <laughs> okay, so let's... This is like Fauci wearing five masks. <laughs> no, say, say, say the, the shots again. In 10 days, what did he do? Well, uh, let's see. According to official records, the unnamed man, he started getting (laughs) COVID-19 vaccines back in May. And then he continued getting new jabs into June until his vaccination marathon was, I guess, finally discovered by, I guess, a staff member at a vaccination station earlier this month while attempting to, you know, get yet another one. You know, so... You know, and I, you know, let's face it, the guy was uh, trying to boost the boosters. I, um, I'm assuming, um, you know, and I realized the, uh, a lot of these were two doses. I think the Johnson and Johnson was the only one dose, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they show that, I guess they showed that the man got his first Pfizer shot on May 12th and then the second dose of AstraZeneca on June 5th. The second oh, dose of Coronavac, that's a new one, but it's in Rio de Janeiro, I guess. That's just made up of, I don't know, Alsa and, uh, <laughs> that was like and a Walgreens knockoff brand. Like, what? <laughs> Coronavac. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, it's not clear what his sixth dose was supposed to be, but, uh, I guess at first authorities believe the man's confusing COVID 19 vaccination records were just a glitch. Uh, but then they did some investigating. They found out that, whoa, whoa, this guy is uh, getting way too many shots, you know. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I've maybe seen him walk downtown Mason City a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is this is just we like this. First of all, this is why we cannot have nice things. OK, like, yeah. Well, to make matters worse, the records of the first or second dose only indicate the information the man provided to the attendant when he when he arrived at the station. So there is really no way to know if he had indeed gotten that first jab before getting the second one. But what a what a mess here. And I think, you know, maybe you know what? (laughs) Maybe they were doing uh, in Rio de Janeiro like they were doing all over the country here. Give you a thousand dollars, give you a million dollars, give you <laughs> giving you all Just the take money. it, please do something. You know, I have never seen so many uh, uh places so anxious to you know hand out prizes and money. Yeah, I'll give you a free baby. You want some weed? Like I just, just like, what you need, what you like, what you like I'm, yeah. Just, yeah, just like a carny, like what 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 prize do you want? I can make it happen. Like, yeah, it's that's just in I feel like what is he trying to do? Like I feel like in my mind, he thinks... Well, maybe he's just got fear. 
maybe good. and you're you're probably right because i understand fear has really taken over these these last few years especially but i feel like he's seen one too many marvel movies and he's like this is how i become spider-man <laughs> okay this is i'm gonna be i'm gonna be corona vaccine man where nothing can can stop me now i'm gonna kiss prostitutes in the mouth like i feel like oh, he, no. he's trying to make himself invincible that this is where this is how you become invincible <laughs> right. invincibility you know i don't know about <laughs> you, but I, I, uh, I guess kind of on a serious note um i i know i think the list my list is up to 12 now that got vaccinated friend uh people that i know not necessarily friends these are people i don't see but i know that they through friends i've heard this that i counted 12 I, i'm making carrot marks they all tested positive <laughs> for COVID after they've been vaccinated. So, gotcha. I uh, well, I mean, everybody do realize and understand that the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. No. But because I feel like that that's been that's been some leading story where it's like, again, now I'll never get COVID. Like, no, that's not how it works. It just lessens the symptoms and. Again, right. back back then, you you can die from like chickenpox and stuff. So like, all the all all this is is just like let's 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 this is the best way to try and fight it. So I, yeah. I hear you, but I still believe it's it's a it's the best op- available option. Yeah, you know, it's just so interesting that we have um, are a country that's you know let's face it, COVID has to be the headlines of all time. I mean, of the last what? How long are we going through it? Is it a year and a half? Yes, got to be a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I think all of the stuff that happened besides that—I mean, um, you know, from the systemic, you know, racism mm-hmm. thing in Afghanistan. I mean, mm-hmm. everything's been going on to take over some headlines in between. You know, it's like we've had other stuff to go on. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, we just like I always say, man, we got to love, care, and serve people. You'll find yeah. joy in your life if you do that. I'm a pretty happy guy. I really am. <laughs> Some lady yeah, gonna yes, really you get me. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely a happy person. Your name's almost you almost feel happy. So I'm very. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah, and, and a lovely lady would would she she would be getting a great a great man in you. Uh, <laughs> if you you can <laughs> lock it down and make it happen, so yeah. I don't know. Well, that's enough to me, and I'm never worried about it. it just, <laughs> no. Good. So, Good. hey, uh, real quick, tell everybody how they find you and where you're going to be. What we can buy tickets for something to see you live. I love that. Uh, best best way to stay updated is uh, my link tree. I started a link tree, and that's just been the best way to stay stay updated with what i got going on it's similar to like a website but it has all like my social medias and all of my links instead of just posting them constantly i can just post one thing link tree day piece comedy and you can just get connected to my youtube my comedy album i I started an instagram page for my nipple because that's a thing so so um all the craziness you can find it there but again i'll be in waterloo this friday uh hosting the uh film festival on uh 9-11 and then at the end of the month it's i'll be back in des moines the following that's the following week right yeah following saturday uh september 11th okay right but the the that thursday is the the 9th 
Mm-hmm. You said this Friday. I'm just yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, this Friday I'll be in Waterloo, and then oh, okay. next week. Okay. Uh, okay. So good. I we appreciate can... it. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And how do, how do we get tickets to come see you down there? Uh, you again. You can go. You can find it through my, my link tree link. But you can just find the club, which is Teehees Comedy Club in Des Moines, Iowa. Buy a ticket. Come out support and. I mean, there's so many. I got new T-shirts. <laughs> My new T-shirt that I'm selling now is I Heart DP. It's like the I New York. DP. It's like the New York. <laughs> it's like the New York shirt. I I Heart NY, but it's I Heart DP, and you it can be for whatever you want it to be. It could be Dr. Uh, Pepper. I'm sure people's minds go crazy on that one. <laughs> Dr. Pepper Day Peace. I mean, whatever you want it to be. It's it's a, it's a dealer's choice. <laughs> Speaking of, by the way, how do you spell tee? Like tee is T yeah, yes, T T E E H E E apostrophe S comedy club. Wow, very good. Tee club. Not the tee club, it's the club. Not tiki, not titty, it's tee. Make sure you get it right for ease. Make sure you go and you wrap up those shows by eleven o'clock. Okay. Get some food in there around yeah. so people can kind of yeah. munch while you're telling stuff <laughs> there, man. Come on. I love you know, it. That's, that's what we need to do. So I think weddings, uh, I mean, first of all, you got the Z generation. I've had a lot of these 21 to 23-year-olds getting married this year. If you want to do something different, and they always do, uh-huh. get yourself a comedian like Day Peace to open up for, you know what? This is way better than those to- those toasts. I, I I I would actually really agree with you. I've I've been doing some very different gigs that have been a lot of fun, and it comes from trying something different. So uh, I, I'm 100 there with you. And I'll break this. I haven't shared this on social media yet, but the the brewery show that I was doing for almost four years before everything shut down at Mason City Brewing is coming back. the The brewery is now back and open, and I will resume comedy there next month which is the second Friday of every month, October 8th. So just throwing it out there because uh, that's going to be a really fun show to to get back to. So Love it. Day Peace, love you. Thanks for being here. You're always uh, all, willing I to. I love hanging with Harry. <laughs> <laughs> You're hanging with Harry. That's yeah. right. We'll be back here uh, next week. I think the uh, we're going to kick it off with the ladies' room next week. So we got three ladies. And, uh, and do me a favor when when you launch these, tag me that way I can share it because I, I want more people to see it. I want more people to support this, and I feel yeah. like I've missed a bunch of them. So tag me that way I can just make sure more people are watching, tuning in. Well, and you know what? I really want to be different in the fact that nobody does what this what we do here. Mm-hmm. I mean, on a on a normal week, we <laughs> would be, and I mean it. You remember the Real World from MTV? Do they still have that show? Is that still? Yes, on? it's a new it's thing, a, but yes. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, so and see, because I tease MTV because when MTV came out, they were playing music, you know, for fifteen years. The right, other right. thirty-five, yeah, <laughs> the they the Jersey Shore, and right. it it went in a different babies at sixteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, deep. the real world uh, meets uh, Family Feud. That's what it's <laughs> all about. There is no script for this show. We just kind of go for it. Yeah. So whether we bore you or make you laugh, you know, and giggle that's the whole point so all right day have a good night man appreciate you too. it you be safe talk to you soon okay always a pleasure bro i'll talk all to right. you when i talk to you